This is your other brother's podcast. Sorta. What's up, homies? I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Corona Combo Cast. My name is Tom, and I'm the co-founder, editor of Your Other Brothers, and we're a community navigating faith, homosexuality, masculinity, and coronavirus together. And I'm bringing back our good old friend, Dean. What's up, Dean? What's up, guys? I'm sorry. It took me a moment. Tom just said homies, and I just... You may have missed the last run of shows, but I've landed on What's Up Homies as my new greeting because we are all sheltered at home. So therefore, you are, by definition, my homie. You know, I didn't think you saying homies could get worse, and then you gave the explanation. <laughs> and somehow, this is worse. You know, Congratulations, Tom. You have yeah. found new lows. I had to find, you know, you know me. I had to find something different, something eclectic, something perfect for this dreaded awful time that we're all in and so i yes i do know (laughs) finding finding homies in the midst of us all being trapped in our homes i figured that was the way to go so that's that's how we're doing it dean it's so good to have you back for another run another go at this thanks for coming back to the convo cast thanks well thank you for asking i was excited to excited to get you reaching out to me asking me to do this i've enjoyed the last win and I almost listened to all of it. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, this is our second convocation. I'm so excited woo. for it. <laughs> Number two. Well, yeah, I, first of all, uh, Dean, I want to wish you a happy belated Easter <gasps> and you. I hope it was fun. I know you have a little daughter. Did you do anything special for Easter? Were there any Easter egg hunts in the living room or <laughs> uh, <laughs> just we, anything, anything special? Yeah, it was actually, there was nice weather outside. So we did end up having the Easter egg hunt outside. Nice. Um, and the, we were still under a group of 10 technically, but our two immediate neighbors, our kids have like, they're around each other all the time. And so we discussed with the parents and we were just like, hey, here's the deal. If one of our kids does happen to get it, we already know they're all going to get it. And so we just, we discussed it. So there's, there's four okay. kids, there's four little girls, all, they all live in between the three houses. And so we said, okay, we're going to be smart. We're going to protect the kids, but we need something for the kids to do because they're all, they're younger. So we had an Easter egg hunt together uh, the day before Easter. And then Easter Sunday was, you know, uh, we had a, a zoom church that we went to and then just, relaxed all day um my my wife lisa did make an easter basket for our daughter um nice so she got a lot of frozen stuff and a lot of gardening stuff because she really wants to garden this spring which will be interesting to see if our daughter has any abilities with gardening because lisa and i (laughs) kill plants like you kill plants for a living that's that's what we do for a living We, we just kill the plants all of them my wife killed a cactus one time Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I don't know if you can see in my background, there is a cactus. You, oh my right gosh, there. you have a cactus. Those and things are impossible Dean, to kill. Dean, so this is a three-stocked cactus. You know what? I'm going to just show you. I'm going to hold on. <laughs> Please. I'm going to bring Look the microphone this. down. I'll be right back. Okay, so while he's done, I have this all to myself. So let me just get real with you guys. Tom, if we're real, is one of the 
sweetest people of all. I wasn't just saying anything. About what were you, you saying? I didn't nothing. hear anything. I said okay. nothing. Are you ready for this travesty? Are you ready for this disaster? <laughs> I can't wait for this. Look at this cactus. So it's got three stalks. Oh, 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 oh. Two of them are basically brown at this point. One of them is still vibrant green with like a bright fake yellow flower on top oh, of it. Oh my gosh. But this thing is slowly dying. And I quickly realized I overwatered the thing because they don't require much water. <laughs> no. But I was like, I how much do I water it? Once a week, once a month? And so I was doing like once every 10 days, I think. And even so, dead, dying, <laughs> decrepit. I don't know what I'm doing. I that's very what? obvious <laughs> from the from the state of your cacti. I was like, surely if I get a cactus and a, I had a succulent before this, guess what happened to the succulent? <laughs> okay. No, no, no. You can't. Don't tell me you killed a succulent. I did. I sure How? did. I don't How? know. How do you I kill overwatered a succulent? It, I guess. I don't know. You don't, you don't do anything with succulents. That's the point of a succulent. They just, they sit there. You know, that's what they say. They say you just get it and let it run itself. It's the cats of plant life. But Basically. not not so. This thing died. Oh my gosh! Tom. Its leaf just literally crumpled and fell off of the stem, and that was that. Ugh, Tom, Damn. dear heavens! So I'm trying. I'm doing my best with plant life. I have two others that so far I'm keeping alive, and and we'll okay. see where that takes us. But. So, what metaphor can you draw from the fact that you have two dead cacti and one that's flourishing? What metaphor can we create? There is probably a spiritual metaphor there, like the man who built his house on the too wet soil and the other one who built his house on also too wet soil. Because <laughs> um, the other one is like planted on top of the two cactuses on top of the wet soil. So maybe he's just got enough high ground to uh, survive mm. this thing. I don't know. You grow better when you grow in the ashes of those who have died before you. <laughs> right. There we go. Right. The key is to surround <laughs> yourself with people more dead than you. <laughs> and then you will, you will thrive. See, so this is, this is how I help people because I'm dead on the inside. And so I help other people by being more dead than they are. Really, if, for anyone listening, if you can just compare yourself to others, find <laughs> others who are worse than you, then you'll feel better about yourself. <laughs> How does that sound? That's that's out of scripture, right? Somewhere, yeah. somewhere in the Bible, hope, it says that. I hope everyone can hear the sarcasm. Please hear the sarcasm. Okay, <laughs> don't want anyone taking my advice seriously. Um, I'm being completely truthful, and I'm an ordained minister, so you know you have you to. Are. Basically, what I say is the word of God. So. <laughs> The word of God speaks <laughs> here today. Exactly. Uh, we're going to get an angry letter about that one. I apologize now. Please. It's okay. We haven't gotten, I haven't gotten an angry letter in a while. Sometimes you need one of those to just uh, keep the juices flowing, keep things lively, keep things exciting. It's, I, I'm all for it. Yeah. If we haven't gotten enough angry letters, that means I haven't written something controversial enough yet. I need That's to true, get back Dean. into that. You need, to, you need to get something more controversial out into the Yabaverse here soon. Been far too long. Well, Dean, when you mentioned when you mentioned Easter egg hunts with your daughter and her little friends, mm -hmm. um, it reminded me of my first ever TikTok that I posted. Oh my gosh, you have a on, TikTok? <laughs> I sure do. Oh. I'm really, I'm really putting this TikTok out into the universe. Uh, yeah, my first TikTok that I posted was on Easter Sunday, and I thought it was fine. You know, I'm no expert, I'm no creative genius, but. 
I know this was my first one, so I was learning how to do it. Um, but I had this idea for a TikTok on Easter Sunday for a quarantined Easter egg hunt. And basically all it was was a five-second clip of me walking to the kitchen, opening the fridge, and showing the eggs in the fridge. And that was my quarantine Easter egg hunt. <laughs> that is what you would think is funny, isn't it? <laughs> the, I thought, and it was like dead silent. Yeah, dead silent. Nothing in the background. It was just like, open the door. There's the eggs. Check. Did that. Got that done. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like you. I think if you had, here's the thing, Tom. If you had said, Dean, Tom's going to create a TikTok. What's it going to involve? Legitimately, one of my answers would have been, it's probably going to involve eggs somehow. I have a thing for eggs. You do have a thing for eggs because I'm thinking about Tom's eggs now. Yeah, and at the retreat, we, we used to have these retreats years ago where yes. I would cook eggs for breakfast because it's like my my easiest thing. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge cook in the kitchen. I'm getting better. I, I'm getting a little more, a little more, daring and, and, and doing other things, but, but eggs I've always been comfortable with. And I, you know, I spice it up. I put some garlic and some cream and some, some scallions. And it's just like a beautiful, beautiful little conglomeration. I remember when, cause I missed the first time that you made the eggs. I wasn't at that retreat. It was, I heard about it. I heard about Tom's eggs. There's a Twitter <laughs> account, I think still active somewhere. About there's, Tom's eggs. there's a slightly off color Twitter account yes. for those that want to dig deep and try to find it. Yes. Uh, and then I, the next year, the next time we had a retreat, uh, you said, I'm going to make the eggs. I went, okay, sweet. You make the eggs. And so I think something like, I don't remember what it was, but like you got up and you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to help with breakfast. I'm going to make the eggs. And I was like, okay, eggs take like me when I cook eggs, it's like five, six minutes, maybe. Right. And you're like, okay, when are we having breakfast? And I was like, oh, I got the bacon to finish up pancakes. I was like, it's probably gonna be like 20, 30 minutes. And you went, okay, I'll start the eggs. And I just went, no. No, you don't need to start the eggs. And he went, no, no, no. This takes a while. And I, I don't know if you saw the look I gave you, but if anyone, else saw, the look, <laughs> if anyone else saw the look I gave you, it was a look that I've now coined personally as, of course, Tom. <laughs> the of course Tom the, look. The of course Tom look. If you ask Andy, he will know exactly what I'm talking about because he does this look as well. And whenever he and I, mm. whenever you come up in our conversations, we end up saying, of course, Tom, and making the look at each other. I um, can visualize it. I think I yeah. know the look that you're talking about because yes. my brother gives it to me often. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So then it proceeded. You proceeded to spend 20 to 25 minutes making eggs. And I wasn't disbelieved. That was actually the last thing that was ready. It was the last thing started. And then it was the last thing ready. And I was like, it, this should have been the first thing ready. What but can I say? it's a it's a labor of love and I, I do I pour my heart and soul into these these eggs. So. And and you did. And then here's the thing. Here's the other funny thing, Tom. The next time we were at a retreat together, I knew Tom's gonna want to make the eggs. We need this much time. Mm. And I even asked you the night before, said, Tom, I have the eggs, I have everything set up in case you want to make eggs. And he went, No, nah, I'm good. I don't need to make the eggs this year. <laughs> I just wasn't feeling it that year, I guess. Nope. And the, of course, Tom, look, came right back. <laughs> I got to keep people on their toes. I got to keep it fresh. You know what I mean? You do. You in- indeed keep it fresh. Fresh, fresh. I had no, so this is the beauty of the combo cast because I had no concept that we would talk about eggs for 10 minutes. Like, it's <laughs> amazing that we've somehow done that. We've accomplished that. 
Um, but real quick, the other TikToks, so I've made a couple. Oh my gosh. The TikTok that I made is a Parks and Rec TikTok. Okay. Which hopefully brings you back on board. Um, it's that scene with, uh, well, first, the, the premise of it is I'm still waiting for my IRS stimulus check. I don't know who Ooh, all out there has too. gotten their IRS stimulus checks or how the process for that works. But I was getting frustrated by it. And I was like, huh, how can I turn this into humor? And so, because I'm checking the website and the website is not helpful at all. I'm getting nope. no, nowhere on the website. Good. I'm glad you can relate. Um, so if you remember that Parks and Rec episode where Chris replaces Ron's desk with a big circular swivel desk in the middle yes. of the office, which is like Ron's worst nightmare because he's exposed to everybody. Um, so the scene that I cut, it was like the 10 or 15 second scene where this agitated woman comes to the desk to talk to the parks director about some sort of problem that she's having in her neighborhood or something. And basically Ron just swivels in his chair away from her while she's like walks around the outside of the desk trying to get his attention and he just keeps swiveling away. And so I captioned it with the agitated woman are the Americans trying to figure out where their stimulus checks are. And Ron is the IRS website, just not <laughs> reciprocating whatsoever. <laughs> okay, that one's good. It's, I can relate to it. And also it's Parks and Rec. Yeah, the woman comes in there and she goes, excuse me, sir, there's a sign in the park that says, do not drink the water. So I made some right. tea with it. And now I have a staph infection. And, just <laughs> and she starts following him. And she, when she notices what's happening, she just goes, sir, sir, sir are you listening sir? to me? <laughs> like the most perfect agitated older woman. It was yep. great. It was just such one of my favorite Parks and Rec scenes. Yep. I love it. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. I uh, yeah, I'm waiting for the IRS to stimulate me as well. Uh, they have not started. <laughs> there it is. They have not started stimulating me, and so I'm left unstimulated by the IRS. Um, I knew I knew you had to take that <laughs> there. It's just take what where Tom low hanging low hanging fruit. That's it. That was how you do it. But anyway, yeah. So I, I hope I'm I'm glad. Well, I'm not glad that you don't have your IRS stimulus check too, because I hope that you get it as well as me. But um, I at least know that I'm not alone. This is a comfort to know that I'm not yep. alone in having it. And I'm sure there are plenty of people listening right now who are also wondering, America, where are you? Where are you in my time of need? Yep. You're not alone. And nobody knows. You're not alone. Even the sparrow doesn't have his stimulus check <laughs> in the IRS. <laughs> what, what would be the equivalent of a sparrow's um, stimulus check? Like a, a worm? <laughs> a big juicy worm? Even the sparrow doesn't have a worm. Yeah. Sparrows, other sparrows without worms. I guess. So, what would be the R, the equivalent of the IRS then to the sparrow? Is that like? Is it? Like, is it another bird? Is it like an eagle? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's like who? Who is the sparrow paying rent to mm. in the home or paying? Yeah. Who? Who is? Who does he report to? Yeah. Who does the arrow? Who does the sparrow pay taxes to? Is my question. And what is tax to a sparrow? Is it worms? Like, yeah, I don't, there's that's there's this so many questions in that. Yeah, this is such a metaphor laden episode. I'm super super stoked for it. <laughs> I hope our our listeners are not just utterly confused right now. Like, what are they talking about? If you Where are is this going? If you are still listening, congratulations. <laughs> you made it this far talking about eggs and TikTok for twenty minutes got this uh, i i have thought about getting a tiktok and doing something but i feel like i can't because i still even though tiktok is this huge 
cultural, even worldwide phenomenon. It's a phenomenon, especially yeah. in quarantine. Yeah, especially right now. I still, every time I hear it, cannot help but think of the Kesha song. Hmm. Which I don't even know all the words to. So it's pronounced Kadalar sign ha. Huh. <laughs> I could, I would punch you. That is what Bob. I have always called her. I've always called her that. And it makes me laugh. I don't know if it makes other people laugh or if other people also call her that. But... <laughs> See this face? <laughs> is that the Otom face? What did you call it? The of course Tom. Of course Tom. The of Otom. course Tom. Of course, there it is. Not. If y'all could see it right now, just imagine what it looks like. That's probably what it looks like. Please um, take a picture and post your own, of course, Tom face. Yeah, we would Tom love to see something. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to see that. I would absolutely love to see it. Um, well, hey, Dean, we have to go soon. So, in our remaining minutes, we were talking about quarantine, and Ryan and I discussed this a little bit on the last episode because um, we were talking about the ways that the the, the, the world is giving back during this time of quarantine. Like we're all finding ways to be creative and do creative things from our homes. And so the convo cast is my love letter to the universe through, through this pandemic. But um, someone named Pastor Matt from Vintage Raleigh, who was on our show, I don't know, 15, 20 episodes ago, yep. the way he decided to give back to the universe during quarantine was doing his Jesus videos live and And i know that you are far bigger of a fan of these videos than i am and i'm a pretty big fan um and i know you were there ryan and i were talking about watching it live he voiced voiced all the characters all the sketches live as it played on the screen on youtube and i linked it in our last convo cast um and i just wanted to before we go get your thoughts on what that meant to you and how you enjoyed that oh my gosh i was basically like it started and he, he taught, like, I loved it as well because it wasn't just, I was a little bit wondering, like, okay, is it just going to be him, like, being like, hey, here's the first win, and then, like, nothing. But I love that he took the time to interact. And I love that yeah. he took the time to explain more. And I'm, full confession, I've gotten to meet him in person. Um, and I, we were talking about other things because he's, he's a pastor. Uh, I work in ministry. And so I, we were talking about a few things related to ministry. But there was a portion of the conversation where I was like, okay, Matt, please. I there's some things I need to know about Jesus. Um, Wait, the Jesus or the fake weird Jesus that he the created? fake weird Jesus? Okay, his Jesus. I needed to know some things about his Jesus. Um, and so I've gotten to talk, but like there were things that he was introducing that I hadn't I hadn't even thought to ask or that I didn't know. And it was so great to hear. So like he it po- he popped up on screen and started talking, and like I had tears in my eyes immediately. And then it was like the greatest thing. I was commenting a ton on there, on those videos. Um, and I just, I loved it. And it it, it meant a lot because those, I, I explained this to him several times before, like those videos for me were a turning point because I didn't come to find out about them until like 2011, I think is what it was. And I was, that was one for me. Like I was just now, just at that point, embracing my faith for my own, I was really understanding the Bible. I was understanding God. I was understanding Jesus for myself and not just based on what other people told me. And those videos were amazing because 
it poked fun at all of the old ideas that I had had or that I had been told growing up or had been taught or had, you know, had been implied. And it was amazing to see someone else pointed out and say, this is the, this is almost the complete opposite of what Jesus is supposed to be of who he is. And for me, it meant so much to see someone else that I never met talk about that and introduce that concept. And so they actually meant a ton to me at that point in time. So I watched them way too much. I, if I could, I would quote them all the time. Um, <laughs> And the only reason I don't is because I've showed them to people around me, but they don't buy in as much as I do. So I can't quote them as much as I want to. Um, but yeah, I, I love and adore those videos and Matt is amazing. So for me, I, like I told my wife, I made sure the kid was down for a nap <laughs> in the afternoon. This is an I, event. You had to clear this, the calendar out. I cleared the calendar. <laughs> I put off grocery shopping one day to sit there and be like, I am sitting here and I am watching this. Yeah. I am not going to miss this event. This is literally a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like we never thought we would ever see something like this. So, Oh my gosh. If you had, and you know what? I'd like ago. to, I'd like to think that your other brothers had a pivotal role in making this happen because prior to him coming on our podcast and doing the voice for our podcast um, on the church inclusion episode that we did. Um, he had only done the voice in public one time in yep. like 20 years, 15, 20 years. So like, I'd like to think we were something of a catalyst to get him to the mental headspace where he could do something like this. And I, for that, I am incredibly grateful. You know, I will be more than happy to, you know, help with some of that credit because I remember <laughs> I was one of the ones that pushed for him to be on the podcast and oh, then yeah. begged beg to be on the podcast with him and if i remember correctly i didn't necessarily add a lot to the podcast because i just yeah, it was mainly there. just you speaking out <laughs> over just seeing him contort his face that was the best part is just like seeing him visually transform into these <laughs> beloved strange characters yeah it was, so great. it was so great so yeah that honestly loved it i adore adore matt and i have already put in for adoption papers so that he will <laughs> become my father nice uh, because I love him that much, and he's yeah. he's swell. Yeah, he's a he great is. guy. This is our second episode now that we're giving a huge shout out and and showing some love for Pastor Matt. So big, big shout out to Pastor Matt. Hashtag Weird Jesus. We love you. Um, <laughs> it was it was a good time. We will have to have him back on the podcast one day. Although I will feel I almost feel guilty like wanting to have him come back with this hope that he would do the voice again, even though he's a great human and he has plenty of perspective and certainly things to offer beyond a weird, strange Jesus voice. But admittedly, selfishly, I just want to hear that voice again in, in, you know, in my presence, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. We'll cross when we get there. And again, if he's ever on a podcast, I am contractually obligated, contractually to, be obligated to be there. Yeah. And that's a contract I'm making you sign to that. I don't you even, will always yeah. have me on there. <laughs> I don't even want to think about a reality where he comes back on the podcast and you're not on that episode. I don't even, I don't want to face you after that because I feel like that would not be good. That would not be good there. <laughs> I would get more, would, worse than an of course Tom face. <laughs> oh, you would not get an of course Tom face. You would get Tom, you about to be dead face. <laughs> and on that note, that's it. We're out of time. We are out of time here today. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Corona Combo Cast. Hey, if you're interested in anything we're doing with your other brothers, check out yourotherbrothers.com. 
Uh, follow us on all the socials at your other bros. We're doing the combo cast all this week and we'll be doing it next week as well. And then we'll see. We'll see from there. The Yobcast is coming back eventually. I was going to say soon, but that's probably not correct. Eventually, the Yobcast will be back, but we've got at least another couple weeks of the combo cast and we'll just kind of see how things are going um, in this age of coronavirus. Um, we're, we're getting somewhere. We're getting there. So remember, y'all, you're not alone. Even the sparrow stays at home. Stay home, but stay connected. And Dean, I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Me too, Tom. All right, brother. Take it easy. And we'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye.